On this Friday morning, let's have a little chat with Vaughn Palmer from the Vancouver Sun. Good morning, Vaughn. Good morning, Simi. All right, good news about Premier Horgan's health. Yes, good news about Premier Horgan's health, and Premier Horgan announced it himself. He was on the uh, local TV station here, Check. Uh, they have a sports talk show on in the morning, and the Premier says, breaking news here, I ain't got no cancer on me says he's uh, had been given a clean bill from his most recent scan, so seven months after being diagnosed, a few months after, what, 36 radiation treatments. He's been through a lot, but he says he feels like he's back to fighting weight. Yes, there are some side effects. Uh, they are manageable. And so very good news about the Premier's health. Yes. Okay. And you wonder, was that a message, too, to people, like letting everybody know he is 100%? Yeah, you know, there's been, a, I think, an understandable amount of speculation going on that the Premier has been through a lot. He had, this was his second bout with cancer. It certainly slowed him down for a while. He himself admitted that, uh, you know, he probably got back into the pool too soon. He got COVID as well. And so he's been through a rough lot. To me, and I think to other observers, he did seem to have slowed down, maybe a step or two behind, lost some of his enthusiasm. So yeah, I think this is uh, John Horgan coming out and saying, attention, rumor mill, I'm not done. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, look, I mean, it's the message he should be delivering. I think everyone is, you know, uh, the speculation around this, I would say, has been more a matter of sympathy than gee, I wish he'd go away. I think a lot of it is just people going, yeah, well, you know, if I were in that situation, uh, even though he's at the top of his game in many ways, uh, already the longest-serving NDP premier in B.C. history, um, still doing very well in the opinion polls and his approval rating, with all that, you know, uh, I don't think anybody would have been entirely surprised and everyone would have understood if he'd said, Actually, I don't think I'm going to run again next time. Yeah, I think it was very understandable for people to feel it because they worried. I think people were. His popularity is is very big among British Columbians, and there was some concern that perhaps he was overdoing it. Yeah. Now, there is also a political reality out there about leadership. Premiers have so much power that as soon as members of their own party get the idea that maybe he's not running again, quietly in the background the speculation starts about who might be a successor so i think that's the other thing he's sending a message on here uh, john horgan has got a, a busy summer uh, there's he is chair of the premier's conference and that is meeting in victoria next month he is pushing very very hard for ottawa to put some more money into health care as you know um, obviously, with uh, the Provincial Museum thing put behind him, there's no lack of challenges ahead from family doctors to housing affordability to inflation to labor talks. So, you know, being Premier isn't a part-time job. If he's rededicating himself to it, he's going to be busy. Right, and do you think this signals that, you know what, he's going to be around for a while now? Yeah, you know, I, <clears throat> I sort of, I think everyone recognized that there was a health issue and you'd understand, as I said, if the premier were to say, I'm going out at the top of, uh, of my game, I'm giving the party a couple of years to pick a new leader and have a leadership and then go to an election, all of that was 
added up. But I think the thing that's sort of been in the back of my mind all along, and, and others who've watched John Horgan in politics for a long time, uh, he really likes the job of being premier, is one thing. And the competition between him and the new liberal leader, Kevin Falcon, there's a personal element to that. I think John Horgan would really like to face Kevin Falcon in an election and beat him. And then, you know, partway through that next term, say to the party, okay, I'm done here. You're locked into another four-year term, and I am going to retire. Let the leadership fight begin. Ah, so that this feels like it's going to make BC politics even more interesting now over the next couple of years. Yeah, you know, I think so, Simi. You know, that, that first day that Falcon stepped into the legislature, um, you know, way back uh, in May now, back when the uh, Provincial Museum thing was still an issue, uh, from that very first clash in the House, you you could see, okay, this is uh, this is probably a prelude of the next BC election, Falcon versus Horgan, uh, a polarized electorate, um, worthy opponents in that sense. I think they do respect each other in terms of their, their ability. And so it's not just an interesting political story for people like me, but a genuine debate over the next two years about where we're headed in B.C. And look, Simi, this is all subject to health. That's true for all of us. And Simi, have I ever been wrong? Never. Ask Premier Adrian <laughs> Dix that question. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good, well, you know what? You weren't alone on that one, Vaughn. You were not alone on that one. Um, all right, let's also talk about the other big political story this week, of course, the museum situation. I have to say, I loved Rob Shaw's piece that he wrote. I was reading it yesterday about he was kind of musing about the idea that is this now an opportunity to perhaps like spread out the yeah. wealth of the Royal BC Museum to other communities. Yeah, you know, the Premier himself, during his lengthy exchange with reporters this week, said, you know, thinking openly, does the museum have to be located where it is? Uh, you know, he said he's look, the, that he hopes there's some cheaper options out there, but since we're getting a great rethink, uh, maybe the rethink would be just what Shaw suggests. Uh, regional museums, perhaps indigenous museums in some indigenous communities, all those artifacts that belong to First Nations, returning them to them. Um, you know, I think it really does open it up, and not surprising, uh, there is already some anxiety here in Victoria. So the anxiety in Victoria was the museum is closing for eight years. Uh, the anxiety has now switched to, well, they're leaving it open, but Maybe in the long run, there won't be a provincial museum based in B.C. There'll be museums spread around the province. You know, I actually, I love this idea, just this idea that you can take the history of B.C. and have all these satellite museums that together all tell the story. And that's great for tourism in those communities. Yes. And I think you could also see maybe something like theme museums. So we've already got the uh, the Chinese Canadian History Museum, but you could see, uh, you know, a museum dedicated to the history of forestry in British Columbia. In one place, you could see... Uh, a couple of museums uh, maybe dealing with indigenous issues. Um, as I said, Victoria would not be happy about that, and I remind you that the New Democrats are very, very strong here politically in Victoria. But if you're going to rethink, I think 
you know, the, the problem with the business plan that was dumped on everyone back in May is that it suggested it was a done deal, even though the business plan was redacted, so you couldn't quite figure out why they'd done it. Um, I think part of the public backlash on this was, wait a minute, you know, where were we in this discussion? Who knew they were planning to tear down the museum and replace it at, you know, almost a billion dollars? So, I think it's a, if you're going to rethink and reopen, well, let's, let's get on with it. That's a great idea. What indications do we have that they're in that process? Well, uh, the, the, we haven't got a mandate yet, but uh, the Premier basically said we're going to hand this back to the museum, the, the independent board of directors there. Well, not entirely independent, but you know they're, they're, they do represent a diversity in the community. Uh, back to the Provincial Museum Board of Directors, the new CEO and the executives, and you go out and conduct a thorough public engagement and consultation, which they didn't do in the past, and you come back with, you know, what what the options are for what we're going to do here. And politically, I think the government made it pretty clear, we're not in any rush on this. I think the New Democrats would be quite happy if this issue doesn't come back before the next election. Yeah, well, still, it gives us lots to talk about. Uh, Vaughn, have a good weekend. Bye-bye, Simi. Thanks. Vaughn Palmer from the Vancouver Sun there. Always something good to talk about with BC politics, right?